Okay, welcome to our weekly analysis for February 11th to February 17th.、Uh, today's Monday, right now at 3:22 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So about you know an hour, an hour and a half into the New York close, nothing much had happened for today, which is the usual Monday. Now, obviously, last week was really where the volatility is. If you have followed through. My daily analysis video, you know, we really had a very, pretty much the most volatile week in 2018. So,、uh, well, first of all, let's take a look at equity market first. Okay, so then you see what happened. So obviously, this was what happened last week. This is a daily chart. So we had a really, you know, went from the highest point. This is Dow Jones. And you see all this red big candle, and now we seem to find a little bit support at you know twenty four thousand area between twenty four twenty four thousand to twenty five thousand in Dow Jones. And I think the biggest question in every trader's or investor's mind is that is this a, re, a retracement, right? Is this just a healthy correction, and we are heading into the continuation to the uptrend, or this is the beginning of the reversal? Now, obviously, if you are a technical trader, you couldn't tell, you know, because this could, you know, find a support, and then we break above、uh, the previous high. Then that means this is just really just a retracement. Or if we fail to break the previous high, and then actually break down the previous low in all major indices, that means this is not just a retracement. Or that could be still be means that still could could be a retracement. But a much much deeper retracement. Now, fundamental side that we have equal amount of、uh, voices. Then people, some people argue that this is in fact a reversal. Some people just say this is a healthy correction. Now, for me, I don't really know, so I can only trade what's happening in front of me. And、uh, for me, you know, it doesn't matter how this is going to to lead us. But one thing for sure, as I mentioned last week, is that. You know, once market has this kind of behavior, it's you need some time for the market to reestablish its ground to re to find its footing again. So even if this is just a retracement, we are indeed heading to another high or new high in the next couple months. I still think it's gonna take few days because because market you have to think right now it's very very fragile. So because of that, I. Mentioned last week that I'm still quite interested to buy the safe haven currency, that including Japanese yen, Swiss franc, and U.S. dollar. Now a lot of people forget that U.S. dollar is actually one of the safe haven currency. Now if you're only looking at things in from the U.S. perspective, you'll feel like why would people want to buy U.S. dollar? Since if you look at DAX, has been a continuation of downtrend. But understand that I only show you the major indice of U.S. But if you look at emerging market or the global market, it is exactly same pictures because U.S. financial market does lead the global market. So when the emerging market or the European market, when they have this kind of similar pattern, guess what? They still think U.S. is the safest place to put their money. So although dollar had a very bearish year in 2017. But I think if 2018 the market continue to behave 
starting from last week, continue to behave this kind of a pattern, it's actually going to be quite helpful for US dollar because you're going to have a lot of people putting money into the US dollar. And when chaotic things or chaotic moment uh, happens, people still want US dollar. You know, US dollar is still as good as gold, just like what we had in previous generations, you know, in, in those war times. US dollar is as good as gold. So that's what I think. And I don't know how this is going to pan out. Maybe the market, look at today, we already have the gap up. So today is pretty, pretty good. But again, this is just Monday. It's really hard to tell what's going to happen. Okay. So uh, take a look at economic calendar first. Monday, as I mentioned, not much happened for the day. We did have a few MPC member speaks and this is really just a, a comment for tomorrow because tomorrow we will have the inflation data from UK. And this, as many of you know, we are really hovering around 2.9 to 3.1. So obviously, if the expectation is 2.9%, if we have something like 2.9 or 3 or even 3.1, not, it's not a really a big surprise, to be honest, because we had a 3.1% last year in December. But obviously, if we don't have anything above 3.1, I would consider this as a, as a, as a dovish, as a bearish, uh, event for British pound. Just because right now, Bank of England uh, has a lot of leeway to not hike in the interest rate. And certainly they do not want to hike interest rate unless they have to. Now, the reason is because the pre-exit is still up in the air. And the domestic data, although not as bad as people's expectation right after pre-exit, it's still not as strong to argue for a case that they need to raise interest rate this fast. So, of course, if we, if they don't need to, if the inflation does not shoot higher, then that's a good thing for the Bank of England, but that's also a weak point for British pound. Speaking of British pound, many of you know last week we had another bottleneck between EU and UK. Right now, negotiation continue about the transitional period. And right now it's still, uh, again, up in the air and that create a lot of negative sentiment for British pound last week. As many of you see, uh, the interesting, really like a roller coaster ride because first of all, you have a Bank of England meeting. This is a 15-minute chart, very, very short term. First, you have a Bank of England meeting, which is very, very strong for British pound. And then pound gained tremendous strength. So that's why Euro pound dropped. Then you have this kind of political sentiment uh, completely uh, pressure the British pound. So now you, now you see Euro pound goes up again. So it's really just really a roller coaster ride. I did put an order last week, but did not get filled because we did not have a deep retracement. I have canceled the order for all the pound trade just because I want to see what happened tomorrow for the CPI data. Okay. And that, that would be the biggest event tomorrow. Then in Asian station, we have the inflation expectation for New Zealand. Now this could be interesting just because uh, the last inflation data from Newsy was pretty negative, right? It was lower than expected number. This is not, this is a quarter on quarter expectation number, but obviously any good reading will boost the New Zealand dollar, which had been sold off quite heavily for the past, you know, past few days. If I zoom out, if I keep zooming out, remember this is Newsy versus Swiss franc. 
Swiss franc is really the lowest yield uh, currency. So really, domestically comparison, New Zealand should be a much, much stronger currency. But that was not the case heading into December. So basically, New Zealand dollar had a very weak, very weak run right now. So we'll see what happened if we have any strong uh, domestic data to lift the strength of New Zealand. We also have a GDP from Japan, preliminary GDP. This is not, uh, it is important, but it's not going to play too much effect into the currency market because for Japanese yen and Swiss franc right now, it's all about the sentiment. It's all about the risk sentiment. So that's really going to be the dominant, uh, driver for Japanese yen and Swiss franc. For Wednesday, we have another inflation reading out of US. This will again be important because remember the whole reason for the Black Monday last week, the whole reason for the equity market to drop. Now, you can argue say it should drop inevitably because it had been a big, big bubble. That's not going that deeper. Let's just say what is the ignition to cost uh, this kind of uh, behavior to happen. It was from the non-farm payroll two weeks ago. In that non-farm payroll reading, we saw uh, wages growth, especially year on year, went from 2.6% to 2.9. And that caused a lot of inflationary pressure for the market. So people start fearing that Federal Reserve might hike interest rate further, which means that, you know, uh, Cost, cost of borrowing become more expensive and that's why a lot of people start dumping US dollar. We also saw a bond yield shoots up last, last week. So that was the biggest reason. So obviously now you have another inflation reading, which will fill up again, this same scenario. So the expectation was 0.3 higher than 0.1. And uh, obviously not, this is not the highest number. So I think unless again, you have something that's beat the previous high 0.6 for for headline inflation for core core inflation core cpi if you have anything about 0.3 obviously that's going to be very bad for the equity market again but it's going to give us dollar another push also going to give us bond another dropped but for bond yield it's probably going to push up again so this will be important not only for the currency market, for, but for the global market. And that's why traders will pay even, they'll pay even more attention to this reading. Remember the, the, the reason for the equity market to drop last week was all because the expectation for the U.S. inflation. So this obviously will be important. And, uh, I don't know what's the result going to be, but it's going to, if you have something outside of deviation, it's going to give the market a very strong, uh, sentiment. Uh, if you have something that's lower reading, then the market will have a relief. They don't think the inflation is going to shoot up that fast. And obviously that's going to be good, very, very good for the equity market, but that's going to be bad for the U.S. dollars. And on, on the other hand, on the contrary, if you have a very high reading, that's going to be very good US, for U.S. dollar, very bad for the equity market. Then you have the labor market data from Australian dollar. Now this will be important, obviously, but not as important as the inflation data. So this, I, I wouldn't really trade it myself, uh, because for Aussie and New Zealand, really right now, the headline will be the inflation, but moreover, it will be the sentiment. So as I just mentioned, for if you want to trade Japanese yen and Swiss franc, you want to focus on 
the sentiment right now because the safe haven currency will go accordingly with the risk sentiment. Same thing with Aussie and New Zealand because if you go down, this is really the top two is New Zealand, Aussie and the lower two is Swiss franc and Japanese yen. So this four currency really goes completely opposite direction. So right now, if the sentiment is positive, it's, it's a risk on sentiment, then obviously that's going to be very beneficial for Aussie and New Zealand regardless of the domestic data. On the other hand, if the risk sentiment continue to be off, if we have another panic sale into the equity market, into the global market, that's going to be very bad for Aussie and New Zealand regardless of a domestic data. So that's why I said this kind of data is not going to create a micro effect. It's going to be good for a shortened day trade, but it's not necessarily going to give you a prominent direction. Thursday, another inflation data producer price index for US, but we will again focus on Wednesday first to see what happened to the CPI. And then you have the uh, RBA government, Alois speaks, business manufacturing data from New Zealand. This is all not a tier one data. Well, government speaks is a tier one data, but again, in this kind of scenario, not necessarily important. Then you are heading into Friday, uh, retail sale and building permit. So that's pretty much it. So I said this week, the biggest headline will be tomorrow and Wednesday. First, you have the inflation data from UK and the inflation data from US. Uh, let me take a, just a quick look of last week. So last week, uh, I, we already knew what, what happened, but I just want to take a look at a data point because I think, yeah, see last week, New Zealand had a pretty good labor market data, but that did not save New Zealand dollar. Uh, you see, this is a still, this is hourly chart, still a pretty steady downtrend for New Zealand dollar, regardless of the domestic data. And all, all this is because the sentiment is a much bigger focus right now. And, uh, another notable thing. So the labor market data from Canada last week was again, like I said, very terrible. But if you look into the detail, this kind of big drop was all from the part-time jobs. So not necessarily uh, that negative, you know, if you're looking at the detail, but obviously for CAT right now, because of the risk sentiment, it really goes around with the oil market. And you can tell the commodity is still, uh, having a very large retracement. Uh, look at the gold, look at copper and look at iron ore and look at uh, WTI, right? We are below $60 per barrel again. And all this is really is a fill up by last week's equity market sell-off. Now, gold is a little bit interesting because I thought gold would have a rally last week, consider the panic into uh, the equity market. But you can argue that gold did not rally last week. And bond yield, if you take a look at the bond, uh, this is a bond yield also they did not make any significant new high last week. What does that mean? That means that the bond price did not fluctuate that much and the gold price also didn't fluctuate. And bond and gold are usually uh, another safe haven currency or safe haven commodity. Okay. So unlike, you know, last financial crisis, when this kind of event happened, people just flee away and put their money in gold, put their money in bond. We did not have that last week. So that's why a lot of people argue this is not 
a recession. This is not something to worry about. This is just a technical correction for the equity buyer because U.S. stocks had been enjoying a very very strong bullish trend for the past two and three years. Okay, so that's pretty much the calendar for the weekly. And last week, obviously, I took few trades. Most notably, again, it's Aussie Swiss and Aussie Yen, New Zealand Swiss and New Zealand. Both trade got out, and I re-entered again prior to the Friday close because I was hoping we have another round of selling. Obviously, that did not happen, and I'm still in this trade just because I'm still think that I'm still have this bias that this week we might not necessarily having to to regain our confidence that fast. But this uh, everything will change according to Wednesday when we have the CPI reading. Now CPI reading could be a non sorry Tuesday uh oh this is what's actually so this US CPI reading could be a non event right if you have a reading that's zero point three percent zero point two percent that's just you know we we think the deviation so it's nothing too uh, surprise for the market then the market will most likely be clueless but again you have if you have something that's very positive that will be again once again negative. For the global market overall, and that's why I think if that's the case, since the expectation is higher for the core, uh, sorry for the headline inflation, if that's the case, then uh, I think we have another round into another round of buying into a safe haven currency. So I'm still kind of interesting to putting a New Zealand Swiss sale, same as Aussie Swiss, and you could do Aussie yen and New Zealand yen as well. Okay, let me take a look at Aussie yen. See what happened here. So Aussie yen, uh, very similar pictures as Aussie Swiss, and it's really just a matter of choice, right? I pick Swiss franc just because last week we have a rumor that Bank of Japan is going to reappoint Kuroda, sorry, Kuroda, the Bank of Japan uh, uh, chair is going to probably going to have another run another term and if that's the case what does that mean is that the monetary easing policy is going to continue so that the market perceived as a quite uh, negative a quite dovish uh, news for the Japanese yen and that's why I think it had basically uh, diminished the Japanese yen strength that's why I pick Aussie Swiss but you could short Aussie yen if you want based on the same idea that if you think this week the market the financial market is still going to be quite rattled quite vulnerable and we might have another wrong buy into the safe haven currency now another trade I have is US dollar and I did the same thing you know I tried to short New Zealand, New Zealand dollar or you can short um, Aussie dollar. So exactly same idea. Now, different things is that, uh, dollar not only is a safe haven currency, it will be the direct beneficiary if the inflation data continues to go higher for at least for the short term beings. Okay. And British pound, I'm still interesting for now, but I really want to see what happened to the inflation reading tomorrow. Because, you know, I don't want to bet on it. We might have a very positive reading. Then obviously that's going to reverse the British pound uh, position again. Remember, British pound is always like a roller coaster, especially right after pre-exit. So if we have a very positive reading, 
then obviously you can buy British pound tomorrow. If you have a very negative reading, then the current bearish sentiment for British pound will continue. Okay, so but I, I want to wait for that inflation data just because it's important enough for uh, to to uh, decide the direction for British pound. Okay, so that's pretty much uh, the trade I have. You know, I don't really have any updates uh, aside from this. So I will again be back. Uh, let me take a look at equity market. Yeah, we still have pretty pretty positive equity market for for the day. Okay, so I'll be back uh, and I have a vacation. Uh, sorry, a traveling notice. I'm going away from today. So I will still do the video, but obviously I don't have that much equipment when I'm on the road. So, uh, try my best. I'm probably going to do probably once a, once a day if I could and at least once a week for sure. But if once a day, if I could now, um, if you want to, the, the, the fattest update, a quick, quick update, you can just go to the, the, my podcast because I record that directly from my iPhone. Okay. So that's why it's, it's going to be very fast. I record from my iPhone, upload, and that's it. I don't need to render in for the YouTube, things like that. So if you want to, I'll say for the daily updates, the fattest one will always be, you know, you can go to my website, go to the audio section, or you can just go to uh, Google Music or Anchor. Anchor is the apps I'm using for the podcast, for the daily podcast. You can just go to Anchor, uh, you can subscribe, subscribe to me, then you get the fattest update for the daily sessions. Okay, so uh, that's it for now. I will be back uh, very soon and safe trading again. You know, be careful just because the market, uh, what happened last week. So it's still kind of vulnerable at the moment and just, just trade carefully. All right, guys, I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.